Hi everyone, my name is Katya, and I'm the podcast intern here at NEOS. NEOS is set to connect the world's young talent for more collaboration and productivity. We have a community-oriented approach here at NEOS, so we want to see everyone win, and we want to do that by getting people to foster connections digitally and in real life. Welcome to the NEOS podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the NEOS podcast. I'm your host, Katya Melchor, and today we have a really interesting guest today. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, my name is uh, Cruz Rendon. I am based out of Austin, Texas right now, and I am a model, uh, fashion influencer, and writer. Great, great. So um, since you are part of our Pride series and you identify as a gay man, uh, was there someone in the LGBTQ plus community that inspired you to come out or did you always know that you were uh, gay? Um, I don't think I had any specific person um, <laughs> that really inspired me. Um, I do want to say that... I started, <laughs> I started to really, uh, I guess, think about it um, when I started listening to Lady Gaga. Uh, she's still like an icon for me. Um, and when the Born This Way album came out, I was like, okay, like maybe I need to accept some parts of me that others may not understand. Um, and I was really young when that album came out, but I think that's when I really started. Uh, to think about my sexuality and my identity. It really planted the seed for me. Wow, that's that's great to hear. Did you ever have difficulty um, afterwards when you came to realize that you were gay? Oh, definitely. I mean, even within my own family, they're uh, pretty conservative. They're traditionally Mexican. Um, so... You know, there's always a bit of judgment. Um, and now I live alone. Um, well, I have a roommate, but I live kind of away from my family. And I think that distance kind of helped a little bit. Um, I think we're actually closer now that I'm away from home. Um, every time I go home now, it's like they're really excited to see me and they want me to stay longer. And I think, you know, we needed a little bit of space um, to fully, like, understand each other. Um, but I think once I started living alone and living my own life, I just became comfortable in my own body and became comfortable um, expressing myself to the world. Wow. Uh, you know, as the saying goes, distance makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> no, it really does. <laughs> so... I see that you're an A&R and talent scout. Can you tell the listeners about what you do specifically? Oh, yes. Okay, so I do a lot of things, but one of them is uh, talent scouting for um, this small label called Independent. They are uh, based out of LA, um, and they have artists like Kyle. He had that big I Spy song a few years ago. Um, and so, yeah, I like look for talented musicians um, 
And if I love your stuff, I send it to my boss and we all take a listen. And, you know, hopefully through that, we can um, help you out and uh, help distribute your music. Um, it's been really exciting. I've been working with them for uh, since March. So I'm still pretty new to the company, um, but it's been quite a journey and I've been learning so much about music, the, the industry and I'm just a huge music fan um, in general, so it's it's been really rewarding. Okay. Um, can you tell our listeners about what an A&R is specifically? I don't think personally I'm familiar with that title. Yes, uh, a lot of it is just artist relations, so you keep the conversation going with, um, in my case, uh, musicians. Um, <clears throat> you keep the conversation going and you really like try to foster kind of like what Neos does, that networking part. You know, you want to make sure the talent's voice is heard and um, you're an advocate for them and you can, you know, deliver those messages. I deliver the music um, and, you know, try to keep both parties happy, both the label and um, the artist. Okay. What inspired you to pursue a career like this? Um... I think it was just my love for music. I, my, like the first purchase <laughs> I ever made, um, I actually found a hundred dollar bill when I was like, I think I was eight. And oh, wow. <laughs> with that, that was a lot of money at the time for me. So the first thing I wanted to do was we went to like Target and I bought um, the high school musical soundtrack, of course. And um, Selena's live last concert at the Astrodome, I bought that CD as well. Oh my and God, yes. <laughs> so I don't know, that those being like my first purchases ever, I think really set the tone um, for my career and my life. I enjoy music. I, I'm listening to it all the time. Um, and yeah, I think in any kind of like career that you decide, you got to find a way to incorporate something that you love. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. Okay. Does your identity as a gay man kind of influence your career in any way? Or is it just, this is just separate from what I do? In some ways, yes. Um, I like to be an advocate and you know, just a champion for, like, for my community, um, especially, like, queer and trans uh, people of color. Um, eventually, the long-term goal would be to start my own record label, um, and I would only sign queer and trans people of color because I think, you know, they really need someone to be a voice for them. Um, it's hard for artists like that to break into the industry because it's dominated by cis heterosexual white men. Um, and in order for these people to come up, you need someone behind the scenes to really be advocating for them. Yeah, I get that. What have been some highlights since you've been working as an A&R slash talent scout for the place you work at? <clears throat> um, the highs have really just been 
listening to so many creative sounds from so many different people. And I don't know, just that in itself is so exciting to me. Like getting to listen to someone new on my way, like to the gym while I'm working out or, you know, even just at home when I'm doing like sending out emails, just, you know, the background music that really excites me. Nice. Nice. What would you be doing if you weren't an A&R slash talent scout? What would I be doing? Um, My degree from school was in public relations. Um, So, you know, I probably would have taken a more direct path um, with my degree. Uh, there's a lot of like agencies that do PR work for brands. Um, personally, I'm really interested in fashion, so I would have like found a way to um, work with fashion brands and do PR for them. Okay. Um, so going back to your career as an A&R talent scout, when you're um, looking at artists, where do you you know research them? Do you just find them on SoundCloud? social media or do you guys have things sent to you and you will just listen to them? I've had a few people send me things and I always love that. Um, they tend to be the smaller artists. Um, and I think that's really special because then we have a thing called a watch list. And so we, 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 if you don't have like, let's say you don't have a big like repertoire of music, you have like a single or two, we keep you on our watch list so we can listen to you next month and see if you like have more stuff. And we really just want to see how you're progressing as an artist. So those submissions are really special. Um, but I don't know. I spend a lot of my time on SoundCloud, um, just looking through my recommendations. Um, the algorithm really helps. And I like to, if I like a certain artist, I like to see who they follow and what tracks they repost. Um, because it gives me a little bit more into like their interests and who's influencing them or who they're collaborating with. Um, also just Spotify, um, the Discover Weekly is a good start. Um, and from there, I like to see any like related artists. Um, uh, on Apple Music, there's a playlist called Glitch that I really like. Um, the Glitch playlist has a lot of um, queer people or uh, allies, um, a lot of the times it's like a hyper pop sound or um, electronic influence. Uh, and it just sounds super futuristic. And that's what I've been into lately. Okay. So what's, uh, what's important for a musician's success? Is it talent, marketability, or is it both, really? It's a combination of both. Um, at a label, we want to see that your audience is growing and, you know, people are interested in your music. Um, and so that, I guess that comes with talent. Um, but also, like, how are you like promoting yourself? You know, what is your brand? Um, because I do have that PR background. I do think about that. Like, what, how are you selling yourself? Um, so I think both are important. Okay. Uh, what advice would you give, you know, to people who want to 
break into the music industry and who want to do what you do? Um, first of all, it's you're going to hear no a lot more than yes. So be prepared for that. Take rejection or learn how to take rejection um, because it happens more often. And, you know, just keep at it. Don't give up. Um, if music is your passion or as a musician or someone who wants to work um, at the admin, at the like admin level, whatever part of music you want to work in, you just got to keep at it. Um, eventually you'll find the right people. And once you find, you know, your tribe, um, just network, you know, network is super important. And I guess this is where the Neos app comes in. Um, you have to really put in the work to get to know people and you know form a relationship with them because you never know when you may be able to offer something to them or they may be able to offer you something in return. Interesting. That's some pretty good insight. So uh, you say that you're a model. How did you get into that? Oh, yes. So with modeling, um, I wanted to be an actor at first. I went to a performing arts high school and I was sitting theater and acting. Um, and I realized very quickly that my teachers kind of had favorites and a lot of the same types of people were getting these roles. Um, there there's just a lot of roles for cis het men and I'm queer <laughs> and you know I just didn't fit the roles and I was like okay acting is not for me how else can I like you know make myself visible because at the time I felt so small and so diminished um I was like how can I like make myself be seen um I started doing like local things in Austin. There's a magazine called Spark, Spark Magazine. I um, was a stylist there first. And I was like, you know what? Like I could do this modeling thing. Like, let me just try it out. And so I have a friend who's a photographer and I had her take photos of me and I submitted it to the magazine and they like picked me up. And like once I, once people on Instagram started sharing my stuff, um, I booked a campaign with Sherry in LA and I was like, okay, this modeling thing may be working out. And it was a pride campaign. So it just made me feel good um, that, you know, my story was being shared, but also others could see themselves in me. Wow. That's cool. Um, what has been some of your favorite campaigns that you've done so far? So that charity campaign has definitely been my favorite because um, it was a pride campaign. Um, and so the motto was um, beauty is fluid. And it's true, beauty is fluid. And so we just had a bunch of like different kinds of talent come in and speak on what really like influences, um, influences them. Um, I would say that one was my favorite for sure by far. Okay. Um, what have been uh, some difficulties that you've had um, since trying or since breaking into modeling? 
Uh, yes, so I consider myself a print model because I'm not six feet tall. Um, and the fashion industry, the beauty industry is changing for, for better. It's becoming more inclusive, which I really love. Um, but at first it was really that, the heights. And also finding the right, you've got to find your niche. You know, you got to find your niche within the industry. And I think I found mine finally. Um, I do a lot of like really strange, I have a really eclectic fashion sense, I would say. So um, it's not for everybody. It's not very everyday commercial type of clothing. Um, so you really have to find brands, photographers, and people who are like-minded. Okay. What advice would you give to people who do want to um, break into modeling? Um, have digitals ready. Have photos of yourself ready to send to whoever is asking for them. If there's a casting call, a model call, have samples ready. And practice facial expressions in front of a mirror. That was my biggest thing. I had the same face. Um, just practice in front of a mirror. Practice your faces, practice your poses. Uh, take photos on your phone. Um, you know, just to get the hang of being in front of a camera because it can be, it can be kind of, um, what's the word? Daunting. <laughs> it can be kind of scary the first few times if you've never modeled before. So just get used to having a camera in front of, in front of your face. Okay. So you've said that you're a fashion influencer. What, uh, inspired you to, I guess be into fashion? Has it always uh, been something that you've been into since you were a kid or did you just pick it up recently? No, so I told you I went to this uh, performing arts school. I accidentally took a costume design and construction class. Um, I accidentally signed up for it not knowing what it was and I ended up being kind of good at it and I would like make all types of uh, like clothing for the shows we would put on all our productions um, from like dresses to like skirts, kimonos and shirts, just like anything you could think of. And I really liked it. And I just, you know, started like, I was curious. So I started to do a little bit more research about fashion and you know, how clothes were put together. And I started watching fashion shows on, on YouTube, all the, Mugler shows are amazing. They're all on YouTube from the 90s. Um, and I guess from there, I just, you know, kind of kept up with it and started reading fashion news and kind of fell into it. Okay. Um, does your identity um, kind of influence the way you express yourself through your fashion? Definitely. <laughs> it really does. Um I just had a feature in Pop Sugar, and they kind of asked me the same thing. They asked me like what my influence was. Um, a lot of the times, I try to challenge kind of my upbringing. It was conservative and Mexican. Um, 
I like to pay homage to vaquero culture. My family is full of actual cowboys and cowgirls. And so when we moved from Mexico to the U.S., my parents would dress me up in these, uh, in a cowboy hat and boots. And my friends in the neighborhood were like, thought it was so funny. Like, why are you wearing a cowboy hat? You live in Atlanta. Like, what, what are you doing with a cowboy hat and boots on? <laughs> and um, I started to really, I started to hate it. I was like, this is not, I don't know, this is not me. Um, I started to hate wearing, um, you know, that traditional Western gear. And um, at the same time, I was listening to a lot of metal and rock music growing up. Um, and now I'm like, wow, you know what? I actually love my culture. And how can I make this my own? I want to be the sexiest rock star cowboy that you'll ever find. Um, so, you know, I just think back and say, like, okay, what can I do to make this vaquero, this rock star cabet, uh, this rock star vaquero a little bit more queer, a little bit more andro androgynous, and a little bit more like me? I love it. That's a great story. If you were to give advice to your younger self, what would it be? Hmm. I would say stop worrying about what other people think and just do you, boo. Just do you. You'll be a lot happier a lot earlier. That's something I would definitely tell my younger self too. Just to yeah. stop worrying and it'll be it'll be great. All right. Uh, how can people get connected to you on your uh, social medias? Um, so I'm most active on Instagram. It is at cruise ship, C-R-U-Z-S-H-I-P. Um, and just send me a DM. My email is also there. If you have any submissions, any questions, or just like want to, you know, have a chat. Great, great. Thank you again for being on our show. Uh, we definitely greatly appreciate it. Of course, thank you so much for having me. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Of course, I hope you have a great rest of your week as well. Bye-bye. For sure. To stay up to date with all Neo's app development, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Neo's app. That's T-H-E-N-E-O-S-A-P-P. -E Stay tuned for our next episode.